Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, 2023, and today is our 176th devotional. And uh, today we're continuing on with uh, looking at how Christ was about the Father's business in his teaching to us. We're up to Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 and 23. And it goes right along with yesterday, and it almost starts the same way, but it says this in verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. As we uh, look at this one a little bit more, it starts off very much the same as yesterday. Uh, those that will say unto Christ, Lord, Lord, on the day of judgment. And it, it just reiterates that you can say one thing with your mouth, but something be completely different in the way that you, uh, the way that you act. Um, just calling Jesus Lord is not enough. Um, in fact, if I remember correctly, and I'm just, uh, this is just off the top of my head, I think uh, that there are some of the demons that uh, bowed down to him or made obeisance, if you will. Uh, they humbled themselves uh, as if he was Lord there. So um, that would have to be one that I study a little bit more later on before I, I give uh, a definitive word one way or another on, but uh, still, uh, they they address him as the son of the Most High, and uh, he tells them to keep quiet. So, and they obeyed him too. So, um, it, it's interesting how that we oftentimes are not even as uh, smart or wise there uh, as the demons. You might say uh, we just don't obey. But this is the thing that he is getting at. Uh, they are trying to make a big deal of what they have done. Um, they want to point out um, that they've done many things in his name. Have we not prophesied in thy name? Well, what does it mean to prophesy? Um, is it um, stating that something will take place next Tuesday at 3 o'clock? Uh, this is what is going to take place. Um, is it saying uh, in the future, your your future spouse will, and then naming something? Uh, that's what a lot of people think of when they think of prophecy, or they think of uh, like with Jeremiah and Isaiah and several of the others saying that Jerusalem would be destroyed and that um, the king of Babylon would come and destroy Jerusalem. That was a prophecy that was given. Um, and if I remember correctly, that was given even to Hezekiah back with Isaiah. He gave that to Hezekiah. You look at that and you say, that's prophesying. Uh, but one of the other things that I realized from the, the Old Testament, the Old Testament prophets, uh, the ones that prophesied the most prophesied this, repent. Just repent, turn from what you're doing, or you're going to be destroyed. Isn't that a prophecy? 
And, and so even in our day and age, we can prophesy, but what are we prophesying? Are we trying to uh, show off our great knowledge or uh, show off that we can control or the, we're controlled by the Spirit or something like that? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, what God wants us to use as prophecy, uh, because you start looking at things, even in 1 Corinthians and some of the other places, it talks about prophecy being one of the gifts that's given to the church. What is that? Well, to prophesy like in the Old Testament, repent, turn, or you will be punished. And that's just, that's what it means. But here they prophesied in his name. Um, they've also cast out devils in his name. Um, and, and that's something that in every organized religion, uh, there seems to be, to the best of my knowledge, a fringe group or sometimes not even a fringe group. It's well established that uh, there are people that do uh, what we could call exorcisms. Um, I'm having trouble with my pronunciation right now, but they cast out devils. And that's kind of a fringe group for us here in the in the West. But uh, once you get into Africa and uh, the East, it's a little bit more common that way. But um, we don't see that so much in our day and age. But the one that I think we can hone in on is this. Uh, and in thy name, the many wonderful works. Now, here's the question that I have on this one. Who's to say that a work is wonderful? Um, isn't Christ the one that is supposed to say if a work is wonderful or not? The one that we're doing it for? Uh, most of the time, we judge ourselves if something is wonderful or not. And, and if we're doing it, we obviously think it's wonderful. But, but I think even in our day and age, I've been in a German church, um, had just started learning the language, and was listening to a uh, what we call an undocked, uh, a short devotional. And this lady was, uh, this was in, in the church in Wittenberg, um, where Luther pinned his 95 Thesis. This lady was up saying how it was so important for us to clean the rivers because that would be the work of God, to clean the rivers. And I thought to myself, she's off on that one. Uh, she doesn't have that quite right, but many people in our day think if we'll clean up the planet that God has given to us, that's a wonderful work. And I think they're mistaken because when you start looking through the word of God, um, but I, I've pointed out specifically here, Matthew chapter 25, uh, Christ is talking about what it will be like in the end times. And he talks about two groups of people, one on the left hand and one on the right hand and the one on the uh, one side uh, he's he tells them um, I was hungry and you gave me meat I was thirsty and you gave me drink uh, I was a stranger and you took me in naked and you clothed me I was sick and you visited me I was in prison and you came unto me uh, and he's talking about these people that they had done these things and he says, enter into my kingdom. The others, he says, I was naked and you didn't clothe me. Uh, I was hungry and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty and you didn't give me anything to drink. 
And, and he gives this, this uh, binary picture here of people that are doing things for others. And he says, if you've done it for the least of these, you've done it for me. And I think in our day and age, that's something that we completely forget about is the least of these. Who are the least of these? Um, well, we can think of our children uh, being the least of these. They're young. They need to be cared for. We need to take care of them. Uh, husbands, our wives need to be cared for. Uh, but even more than, than uh, or aside from that, when we look around and we see a stranger that needs help, uh, what did Christ say about uh, the Good Samaritan, that he was righteous. He was the one that helped his neighbor. And that was what was important, uh, was helping those that are around us. And how many of us have, have grown to have a cold heart towards others around us because we see it so much of the time. And I know even in my own life, uh, when I see a homeless person begging here in Germany, I, I automatically think to myself, that person gets a certain amount of money from the government every month. Uh, why should I help them with the meager amount that I have? Uh, but I'm also reminded, Christ said, don't let your heart grow uh, cold or callous towards the, the, those that are um, poor among you. Uh, don't grow cold towards them. Uh, don't be bitter towards them. Um, and, and remember that when we do it for them, it's as we're, as if we're doing it for Christ. So I hope that's a help to us. Um, but the last part of this, this verse, he says, uh, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. What does it mean to be a worker of iniquity? Uh, it's someone that habitually, continually is doing what is wrong or habitually, continually breaking God's law. Being iniquity is lawlessness. That uh, is just another a synonym for iniquity, uh, lawlessness. And what, what's the law of God? Um, Thou shalt have no other gods before me not to make any graven images. Don't take God's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Honor your father and mother. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Uh, thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. These are the laws that God has given to us. Uh, and it's all wrapped up into love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And I think to myself, what other time have people been so self-centered as in our day and age? It seems like more and more we are getting more and more self-centered in this day and age, and we need to be very careful. Most people will proclaim how good they are, but who can find somebody that is faithful and righteous, someone that does what God has told us to do, which is love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So uh, I hope this is a help to you. I hope uh, this will cause you to stop and think just a little bit more and um, maybe uh, see how you can apply this to your life a little bit better. So until the next time, auf Wiederhören.